The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. With John Leonetti. That broadcast school has really paid off. Matt Wilcom. Mark Amadeo. Good morning. And Deacon Tony Valdez. Good morning and welcome to the Catholic Morning Show. Deacon Mark Campbell sitting in for John Leonetti as they wrap up their pilgrimage in Rome. John will be back in studio on Thursday. And as you've been hearing already, it is the start of our fall fundraiser here on Iowa Catholic Radio. We're going to have um, so, some different programming this week. We'll be live from 4 to 6 p.m. in the afternoons, as well as the, you know our regular morning show schedule. We've got a number of uh, guests lined up, lined up throughout the week who are going to uh, share with us that their experience with Iowa Catholic Radio, how it's impacted their life and their faith. Um, we'll have a couple of parish teams on throughout the week. But we're very excited that you have chosen to join us this morning. It is Monday, September 25th. And we will have Lane Ogle from St. Augustine Parish on to uh, uh, talk to us about her conversion to the Catholic faith. We met her out at the Iowa State Fair, and after a brief conversation with her, I thought that uh, it might be beneficial to you, the listener, because she sort of breaks a little bit of the, the stereotype of, uh, of how many people talk and view the church today. You know, a church that is not attracting young people, it is not a, you know, a, a faith that um, is maybe is vibrant in some communities, but uh, Lane is a beautiful young lady, both inside and out, and I think you're going to appreciate her story. We'll also have Dr. James Papandrea on. He is going to talk about uh, our prayer life. We're going to learn from him about praying the Psalms. Uh, he has a book called The Gateway to Lexio Divina and Contemplative Prayer. He is also a... Um, a, a, I believe he's a revert. Maybe he's a convert. I'll have to go back and look at the details. But he was actually ordained in, into the Protestant faith, but uh, studied his way back into the Catholic faith and is now writing about the beauties of our faith. So a great show today. Joe Stopulus will also be on. Matt will be in with news and fun facts. Mark Amadeo with sports. But let's go now to Deacon Tony with our opening prayer. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, Joys and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the church, pray for us. St. Joseph, her most chaste spouse, protect us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Matt now with our news. Thank you, Deacon Mark. News brought to you this morning by Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory, a Catholic-owned and operated funeral home with locations in Urbandale, Adel, and Winterset. CaldwellParish.com. Good morning. I'm Matt Wilcom. Ethnic Armenians in Nagorno-Karabakh began a mass exodus by car on Sunday towards Armenia after Azerbaijan defeated the breakaway region's fighters in a conflict dating from the Soviet era. Leadership says the region's 120,000 Armenians do not want to live as part of Azerbaijan for fear of persecution and ethnic cleansing. The situation could change the delicate balance of power in the South Caucasus region, a patchwork of ethnicities crisscrossed with oil and gas pipelines where Russia, the U.S., Turkey, and Iran vie for influence. 
Pope Francis said Sunday that regardless of one's stage of life, it's never too late to receive God's love. Speaking in his Angelus address, the Pope said that God is seeking us out at every hour of the day, adding that he does not give up if we are late in responding to him. The Pope spoke from the window of the Apostolic Palace overlooking St. Peter's Square one day after he gave a strong condemnation of euthanasia on his return flight from Marseille in southern France, saying there is such a thing as, quote, bad compassion. The Holy Father spent two days in the French city where he spoke at a meeting of young people and bishops with a message that the deepening migrant crisis unfolding in the Mediterranean is a reality of our times that calls for wisdom and a collaborative response from European nations. Former Iowa Senator Dick Clark has died at the age of 95, his family has announced. Clark, a Democrat, won his Senate seat for a single term using the inventive campaign strategy of physically walking around the state of Iowa, often joined by his supporters. Clark defeated two-term incumbent Republican Jack Miller in 1972. He served just one term and focused heavily on providing aid to Vietnam War refugees and opposing apartheid in Africa. Clark is survived by his wife, his daughter, two sons, three grandchildren, and two great-grandchildren. And now for your scoreboard update with Mark Amadeo. In sports on your Monday morning, on Saturday, college football, the Iowa State Cyclones winning their Big 12 opener up in Ames. Iowa State defeating Oklahoma State 34-27. Cyclones now 2-2 on the season. The Iowa Hawkeyes with their Big Ten opener on Saturday, traveling to Penn State, taking on the Nittany Lions. And it was 7th-ranked Penn State defeating number 24 Iowa 31-0 in University Park, Pennsylvania. Hawkeyes now 3-1 on the season, while Penn State now 4-0. And Notre Dame was home on Saturday night. 6th-ranked Ohio State taking on number 9 Notre Dame in South Bend, Indiana. And Ohio State scores in the final play of the game to defeat the Fighting Irish 17-14. Notre Dame now 4-1 on the season. Ohio State undefeated at 4-0. Yesterday's NFL scoreboard, it was week 3 in the NFL. And in a battle of the NFC North, the Green Bay Packers now tied for first place with the Detroit Lions as both the Packers and Lions pick up wins. Green Bay Packers defeated the New Orleans Saints 18-17 at Lambeau Field in Green Bay, Wisconsin, while in Detroit, the Lions defeated the Atlanta Falcons by the score of 20-6. Both the Packers and Lions now tied for first with records of 2-1. The Minnesota Vikings and Chicago Bears looking for their first victory. The Los Angeles Chargers defeated the Minnesota Vikings by the score of 28-24 in Minneapolis. While in Kansas City, the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs defeated the Chicago Bears 41-10. The Bears and Vikings now 0-3 on the year as the Chiefs improves to 2-1. And the Indianapolis Colts now in first place in the AFC South as the Colts defeated the Baltimore Ravens 22-19 in overtime in Baltimore. Tonight, NFL Monday Night Football has the Philadelphia Eagles at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They'll kick off at 6.15. That'll be followed by the Los Angeles Rams at the Cincinnati Bengals. Kickoff at 7.15. Triple-A baseball, the end of the regular season yesterday for the Iowa Cubs. In Louisville, the Louisville Bats, the Triple-A affiliate of the Cincinnati Reds, swept the doubleheader from the Iowa Cubs by scores of 4-2 and 8-4. The I-Cubs complete their season finishing in third place, four games behind first place Nashville in the International League's Western Division. And with your Monday morning sports update on the Catholic Morning Show, I'm Mark Amadeo.
Thank you, Mark. And finally, today's fun fact, we're talking about how the Holy Father just got back from France. And so I thought I'd bring out a French fun fact. The French affectionately referred to their country as l'hexagon, the hexagon, (laughs) due to its geometrical shape. Check for yourself on the map of France. Of course, the hexagon only covers the mainland. Let's not forget Corsica and France's overseas territories. Well, thanks for that. Yeah. Well, we're looking for support from all eight sides of our network. <laughs> see how? Uh, see what I did there? Eight different yes, signals well in the done. Iowa Catholic well Radio Network can call the, our network Lexagon <laughs> Catholique. <laughs> we're asking you to call 515-223-1150 right now. That's right. Uh, no need to wait. No need to delay. Challenging uh, Challenger dollars are already available to be matched with your gift or pledge, and you can also do that online. First, uh, we'll also take a quick look at the weather. Uh, Today, we're going to be mostly sunny with a high around 77 overnight, partly cloudy with a low around 57. Tomorrow, Tuesday, partly sunny with a chance of showers and a high near 72. Currently, it's mostly clear uh, around the listening area, the Hexagon of uh, of the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Hexagon. <laughs> Des Moines at 58, Marshalltown 54, Atomo at 56, and Creston at 56. And as we said, our fall fundraiser is uh, brought to you today, or is the is what it brings you the weather today all week long. Tune in for special programming that highlights the impact of Catholic Radio. And to make a, a pledge or sustaining gift, call 515-223-1150 or visit Iowa Catholic Radio. Dot com. So it's uh, a big week for us, Matt. Yes. We have some Challenger dollars on the table as well. We're looking to be fully funded for the rest of the year. We're about, oh, 60% of the way there, but we're about 70% of the way through the year. So we've got some work to do, but we, we've got, thanks to the members of our Challenger Club, your money is doubled right now in support of Iowa Catholic Radio. And we know that, uh, you know, one of the guests we're going to have on later today, we, he and I had a conversation recently, and he talked about all the different opportunities and places uh, that there is for them to give, right? When he moved to Des Moines 20 or so years ago, he said there was, a, you know, just a few places, but now there's so many people that, uh, you know, have their hand out, and we are one of them. But he, he said, so he, what he does is, is he does some intentional giving, meaning those places that he, um, you know, intentionally puts into his budget, but he also has an area of his budget was for sort of spontaneous giving, right? So uh, I'm not going to say whether he's a, a current supporter, he is, or <laughs> whether he is a spontaneous giver. But, you, you know, depart- depending on where you come in, in in that place, this week we want you to be both intentional and spontaneous as we bring about some of the stories and share with you some of the uh, instances where Catholic Radio has really made a profound impact in somebody's life. You know, and we hope with some of these stories – that's going to resonate with you, uh, maybe in your own life, where you know somebody that's walking a similar path, somebody that you want to, uh, you know, uh, you want to connect them to Christ, but maybe you just don't know how. So as we record, uh, you know, we record most of our interviews here uh, uh, throughout the day, it, you will be able to to share those stories with them. Even better, why don't you tell your friends right now to tune in this week, specifically during uh, the Catholic Morning Show, as well as the 4 to 6 p.m. hours, as we bring about the, these personal testimonies from people who, um, who have been impacted by the mission of Iowa Catholic Radio, and that is to connect listeners to Christ wherever they are. And I want to also highlight everybody who calls and gives at any level, no matter what, even if you aren't able to give, you just say, you know, 
you're praying for us. Just let us know. You're going to get a it's a it's a beautiful window cling featuring Saint Michael the Archangel. We'll send send everybody one of these, and you can put it up in your window in your car. Wherever you think somebody might be able to see that, it's got the Iowa Catholic Radio Network on the bottom, uh, so you can evangelize and give some beauty to yourself and your family, whoever might see that at, at the same time. Uh, again, the number, 515-223-1150, 515-223-1150. Now, we just do this twice a year. Um, we don't, uh, you know, obviously we are, we're always in need of, of your financial support as well as your prayerful support. But twice a year, we come to you over the air to make this uh, this plea, this ask an invitation for you to join the mission, the mission of Iowa Catholic Radio. And because throughout the years, we're in our 18th year now, so many of you have responded that we have, as Matt alluded to in his fun fact, that we have been able to expand. We are now heard on eight different frequencies across the state. Uh, we've added, uh, you know, a few years back an Iowa Catholic Radio app in the ability to listen online. In this expansion, we're, we're, we're trying to reach as many souls as possible with the Word of God, with the hope found in Jesus Christ, the truth, beauty, and goodness of our Catholic faith. This has been done all with your support. We don't, uh, we, we don't receive support from, from any other entity except for you, the listener, and the businesses that uh, choose to, to, to underwrite our programming. And so for that, we are very grateful, but there's more work to be done. Absolutely. And I want to highlight the fact that past support, maybe you've been listening for a long time. Those of you who have picked up that phone and called 515-223-1150 in the past, made that donation, said, yes, I want to continue, help you continue this work of evangelization, uh, helping people to sort of eavesdrop on the Catholic faith so that they can figure out, is this something for me? Of course it is, but <laughs> we, they, they need the invitation. You know, it's, it's like the gospel that we heard this past weekend, right? It's it, our Lord going out into the vineyard and saying, you come work for me and throughout the day. And no matter where somebody is in their life, there's always that chance as long as they're alive for the Lord to reach out to them and say, come and work in my vineyard. And that's why we exist to be that voice of the Lord booming out to amplify his voice in the vineyard, because the whole world is his, and we're going to meet him someday. We want to, when we get on the other side, say, yes, I helped I helped you, Lord, get that message out. And not only our programming, we, uh, we are able to bring you a number of events throughout the year. Uh, what we like to call is Encounters with Christ. When we, when we go out and um, host somebody like Joe Heschmeyer, um, the, uh, last year we had Steve Ray come through and, and provide a couple of great dynamic talks. You know, those people, as generous as they are, um, they're they're evangelizers who deserve a just just wage. And so that also costs money. So when we we provide these opportunities, that is done with your support and with your help. So if you feel called now or any time throughout the week as you're listening, 515-223-1150 is the number. You can go online where you can uh, make a pledge or donation securely. Hit the Donate Now button. Uh, It's very quick, very easy. And we'll be um, continuing to, to extend our gratitude to you for being able to provide this wonderful ministry, this wonderful mission throughout the state of Iowa. We're going to take a quick break right now, folks. When we come back, we're going to have uh, Lane Ogle as well as Dr. James Papandrea. And you're listening to Catholic Morning Show. I'm Deacon Mark Campbell filling in for John Leonetti. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. 
When you give God your time, He changes your life forever. Iowa Catholic Radio opens your mind to different ideas and a different perspective. I love listening and I love the work they do. It's the Fall Fundraiser on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory. Caldwell Parish offers services that are unique to the individual while following the Catholic funeral rites. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. This is Dr. David Anders, host of Called to Communion. Join me on Friday, December the 8th at the Embassy Suites for Iowa Catholic Radio's annual dinner in December. Register now at iowacatholicradio.com, and I'll look forward to seeing you in downtown Des Moines. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Next Generation Realty, a Catholic and family-owned flat-fee brokerage serving central Iowa since 1994. Next Generation Realty can handle every step of the process of buying or selling a home. Learn more at nextgenerationrealty.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Knights of Columbus Borman and Pfeiffer Agency. Serving the Catholic families in Iowa, the Knights of Columbus is a fraternal benefit society providing financial security to members and their families. Specializing in life insurance, long-term care insurance, disability income insurance, and retirement annuities. You can reach Knights of Columbus Field Agent Gregory Waddle at 563-689-6801. That's 563-689-6801. Thank you and God bless. The next Man Up West Power Lunch is Friday, October 13th at St. Francis of Assisi in West Des Moines. Father Ignatius Makoji shares his experience of living out the mission of divine mercy. Program begins at noon. Lunch provided by Chick-fil-A. Registration is encouraged at iowacatholicradio.com. Attention pro-lifers, help us celebrate life. Attend Pulse Life Advocates Christmas Gala Saturday, November 18th at the Iowa Event Center in downtown Des Moines. Get details at pulseforlife.org. We hope to see you this November. Support for programming comes from Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical, offering repairs, installations, and maintenance for the whole house, including heating and cooling systems and all things plumbing and electrical. Learn more at goldenrulephc.com. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Good morning. Welcome back to the Catholic Morning Show. Deacon Mark Campbell sitting in for the one and only John Leonetti. But I'm doing my best to uh, uh, keep you engaged and in, in tuning in. We're grateful wherever you are across the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Of course, as you've heard, it's Fall Fundraiser Week. And joining me right now... Uh, and at any point during this conversation, you feel inspired to call 515-223-1150 and make a pledge or donation. We will be grateful for that. You can also go online as well. But I'd like to welcome to the studio, Lane Ogle. Good morning. Good morning, Mark. How are you? Well, I'm well. And you, uh, is this is this an early rise for you or is this is this normal routine? It's pretty normal routine. I uh, had to come a little bit early. Work is at eight, so... Uh little bit of a rush to get here, but well, we're very great. Yeah, we're grateful that you made the time. And, uh, you know, you and I got a chance to uh, sit down and talk at at length. But our first encounter was out at the Iowa State Fair. Yeah. And that's one of the things I want to highlight is that, uh, you know, as as a Catholic radio station, we, um, you know, we provide a a number of opportunities through programming, through events and and just our, our public outreach uh, now, you, and you can answer this honestly, yes. are not necessarily a listener to Iowa Catholic Radio. Is that true or false? That is true. I do yeah. not typically listen to the radio. <laughs> right, right. But uh, you spotted our booth at the fair, mm-hmm. and you made your way over. And, yep. you know, I think... Did you meet? Did you talk to anybody else, or did I? Did I just I intercept think, you? And I think so. Yes, I think it was just you. But it was uh, it was the day of um, 
uh, Immaculate Conception for Blessed Virgin Mary and uh, was at the Basilica that day. And uh, you gave me communion that day. (laughs) There you go. So, um, yeah, just a couple hours later, I was like, oh, that's the booth. That's the (laughs) that's our booth. (laughs) So, so, yeah. Well, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, uh, where you're from, maybe how you found your way to Iowa. Yeah, how I found my way to Iowa. Well, I've been here for about two years now. Um, I grew up on the West Coast of the U.S. in Washington State and um, just kind of grew up in a normal home. Um, Actually, not a faith-based home, though. Mm -hmm. Um, So grew up in eastern Washington, um, went to Portland and Seattle area, lived there for about five years and kind of decided that I wanted a little bit more, more... slower pace, I guess, yeah. more of like a um, easy lifestyle than right. a fast paced lifestyle that I always thought I wanted and uh, kind of settled on the Midwest after thinking of different values that I wanted in my life, different mm-hmm. um, different things that I wanted goals wise in my life. And the Midwest fit a lot of those values. I have parents that lived in uh, South Dakota and Montana. So just a lot of those kind of instilled values. And um, after lots of research and a lot of uh, <laughs> thinking about it yeah. and uh, um, eventually praying about it as I got yeah. into my faith journey, um, it settled on Iowa and right. I've loved it ever since. So one of the things I like about your story, and I'm not going to have you get, get too far down that road, mm-hmm. but uh, you are not necessarily, um, as you as you already alluded to, uh, raised in a faith-based home, you know, it, it's, you had good values, but at the same point in time, religion was not something that was mm-hmm. necessarily practiced. But as you were discerning this, this decision to come to Des Moines, you kept seeing like these little signs that reaffirmed yes. your, you, you know, so in our, so already a natural engagement towards uh, signs and symbols and things that yes. are, are uh, you know, assuring as we make our, our decisions through life. Mm-hmm. So you came to Des Moines and so you uh, in here, I'm going to help, help our, our listeners with, with a little bit of the story is that you had met a couple mm-hmm. who, uh, who who were on fire for the Lord, yes. right? Not Catholic, but at least yes. on fire for the Lord. Talk about the uh, their influence in your life. Yes, absolutely. So basically, uh, growing up, like I said, yeah, I just didn't have much religion, much faith in my life um, and uh, mostly just saw, I suppose, in my eyes, uh, people who are a little more hypocritical in their faith. And mm-hmm. so when I actually met this couple in my life and met my mentors, they had a life that I saw where they were living out their values Mm -hmm. through a faith base. And I'd never seen people do that before. I'd always seen people who, yeah, it just didn't seem like they were living out what I thought, Mm -hmm. you know, a religion or a faith in God and Christianity should be. Mm Mm-hmm. But actually seeing people who were living out their values, living out their faith, Mm -hmm. uh, putting their family first, putting God first, I was like, oh, curious. Okay, I need to learn a little bit more about this. Right, right. (laughs) So, um, so yeah, I just kind of got into a non-denominational church and kind of just got my feet wet there. And uh, it was a wonderful place for me to start out. And after Mm -hmm. being around that for about three years, just decided... You know, I wanted a little bit more structure to my faith, a little more guidelines, a little bit more um, accountability, I guess you could say. (laughs) Um, So you you came to Des Moines and um, you you settled here. And what led you to St. Augustine's Parish? Oh, my goodness. Well, it was kind of just 
divine intervention. Yeah. <laughs> um, when I was uh, deciding on Des Moines to move to, mm-hmm. I was driving around the streets, driving around West Des Moines and just towards downtown, getting a feel for the neighborhoods mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, I was driving down Grand and mm-hmm. just saw this beautiful brick building and was like, oh my gosh, that's a gorgeous church. And I turned around the corner and it said Catholic Church. And I was like, that's going to be my church. <laughs> I already decided when I was going to move out here mm-hmm. that... Um, I wanted to uh, kind of go down the Catholic route and sure. kind of um, go more deep into that faith. And mm-hmm. so when I saw that this was a Catholic church, I was... That, that was just, the one. That was the one. <laughs> well, so what, what cemented your, uh, or convinced you that the Catholic faith is the one you wanted to pursue? Yeah, a lot of different, um, a lot of different facets. I have, um, my dad grew up Catholic mm-hmm. and so I have Catholic roots in my uh, dad's side of the family. And after looking a lot around and uh, kind of learning a little bit more about the Catholic faith, a lot of my personal values already lined up with mm-hmm. Catholicism and a lot of the practices that we teach and uh, follow. And mm-hmm. so it was like, it seemed really easy for me to fall into place with that. Um, was there was there any um, anything that sort of caused you a hesitation? Uh, family influence, how your how your mentors might view uh, a, a journey down into Catholicism? Yeah, it was definitely um it was definitely a choice that it took me a while to figure out and to really say mm-hmm. that, you know, this is the right route. Um obviously my dad's not a practicing Catholic right. unless I'm with him. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, there you go, a little influence. So, <laughs> so a little bit of guidance there, but um but yeah, so it's something that, you know, I think my parents always know that I'm going to do what I'm going to do and yeah. uh, they're going to support me no matter what. Mm-hmm. But um, so and then, yeah, I think just um, being confident in my choice and being confident with what I'm doing. I'm very grateful that I do have a lot of people around me that are very supportive of yeah. what I uh, what I do and what I choose. Um, so that's been wonderful. Um, but, but yeah, other than that, it was, um, kind of me just getting out of my own way and kind of learning that, letting the um, Holy Spirit, do, letting do the, the Holy Spirit right. do the work, learning who Jesus is, like, who's this guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So tell me about the RCIA experience at there at yeah. St. Augustine's. I know Rhonda Heim and, mm-hmm. and her, uh, husband, uh, uh, Deacon, he, he, they were they they helped kind of uh, they lead the program over there, right? Yes, they do. Yeah. They currently do as well. Um, right now, this year they have uh, thirteen catechumens. Okay. Uh, in my class, two years ago, we had five. Okay. And <laughs> four just, technically just coming out of COVID, so not not just entirely surprising, right? Yep. Yep. So just coming out of COVID, but it was a wonderful experience for me. Uh, for myself, I have a very analytical brain, and yeah. that's one of the things that I love is asking questions, and not in like a cynical way, but in a curiosity way and a a wanting to know way. And um, so that was something that was so wonderful for me to get in Mm -hmm. because they teach all of the ins and outs and all of the reasons why we believe what we believe, why we've passed down tradition after tradition, mm-hmm. um, and how just beautiful and rich the Catholic mm-hmm. faith is. Yeah. Uh, so that was wonderful to be around and for me to ask a million questions. Yeah. Rhonda will tell you that I asked <laughs> so many questions, <laughs> a ridiculous amount of questions. But uh, You know but what I find, wonderful. though, when, uh, when I'm asked these questions, and I've talked about this, that uh, you know, when I am challenged to answer a question of the Catholic faith, uh, my faith is only strengthened. And my relationship mm-hmm. with Jesus is deeper. Absolutely. And, and so that's, uh, that's wonderful. So what kind of things are involved with St. Augustine's? You, well, you, let's first, you, yeah. was it 
uh, Easter of 2022. Is that right? 22, you, yes. And yeah. were you baptized and received? Or would yes. you? Okay, so, yep. so baptized, you, confirmed. You got the uh, Grand Slam breakfast. All of, of them. Of Saturdays, <laughs> right? I was all blank slate after that. <laughs> yeah. How long did? No, I won't ask you how long that lasted. Yeah, it. Uh, you know, <laughs> forever. <laughs> Well, that actually was a pretty good answer um, because we're, we're never outside of the arm of, of God's mercy. Mm-hmm. But um, so what kind of things now are you involved with over at St. Augustine's? Yes, at Augustine's. I'm a part of the hospitality team there. So we're shocking with. I know. <laughs> so uh, real quick, I, I gave um, I'm going to interrupt you because yeah. I want I want our listeners to understand that. Uh, um, and it led into your introduction today with, you know, people maybe have a, a, a view of the church that it's not young and, and mm-hmm. vibrant and you're actually the, you know, you're young and vibrant. How, how old I are try. you? I'm 25, 25. Yep. And, uh, you're on the hospitality crew over there. What is yep. that? What does that require of you other than smiling and, yeah. and saying <laughs> hello to people? Yes. Yeah, so hoping to get a little more involved in that aspect too, but right now hospitality for me helping, uh, especially with Ron helping with the new RCIA, helping Good. with a, a couple of their um, uh, classes they're learning about. Uh-huh. I just helped with Liturgy of Hours, um, something oh, wow. that I love doing. So, um, And helping with all of the different events that we do, um, setting up the uh, Mardi Gras stuff that okay. we do, all of the... Um, Kind of all of those uh, t- types of events Activities. that we have yeah. going on for feast days. Yeah. So um, looking forward to get a little more involved with that awesome. and help Rhonda out with that. She's Lane Ogle, everybody. She belongs to St. Augustine's uh, and she is a great testimony to uh, the beauty of our Catholic faith. And what we try to do here on Iowa Catholic Radio is to share this faith with everyone. And we've shared her story. Uh, we might get her to stick around here a little bit longer, but if you feel compelled uh, to, uh, to to share her story with somebody that you know. Uh, you'll be able to pull this this interview up on our podcast page later. Uh, but you can call right now, 515-223-1150, or go online and, and hit the Donate Now button and and support the mission, support the opportunities that, like you say, we have as a Catholic radio station to be out in the community and encounter uh, th- these beautiful people that... Um, you know, come and talk to us at, at events like the Iowa State Fair or when we have a speaker come to town. We'll be back. We're going to go right now to our gospel reflection of the day. Thank you, Lane. We will. Thank uh, you. Yeah, we'll, we'll hopefully talk to you again soon. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Putting the fun in fundraiser. Where were we? Making money in the Lord's service. <laughs> you don't say much, friend, but when you do, it's to the point, and I salute you for it. It's the fall the fundraiser on Iowa a Catholic Radio. Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to the crowd. No one who lights a lamp conceals it with a vessel or sets it under a bed. Rather, he places it on a lampstand so that those who enter may see the light. For there is nothing hidden that will not become visible and nothing secret that will not be known and come to light. Take care then how you hear. To anyone who has, more will be given. And from the one who has not, even what he seems to have will be taken away. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Hi, this is Father Nick Smith, parochial vicar of Christ the King Parish in Des Moines. Something about the nature of a lamp that's so revelatory uh, for this gospel is that light never exists just for itself. Light always exists for the purpose of, of others, of lighting another's way, of scattering darkness. And so if our light within is not being used for that purpose, it grows dimmer. It starts to collect dust starts to dim. And that is never a good thing. 
So let us let our light shine brightly before others. Allow our lamps to to light the way for, for others, to be a light in the darkness in this world we live in, so that others may come to know that light that we've received from Jesus. Let us continue praying for each other this day, and may God bless you. When you give God your time, he changes your life forever. I love how Iowa Catholic Radio always gives me and my friends from the parish truth to inspire, uplift us, really get us thinking and discussing our faith. It's the Fall Fundraiser on Iowa Catholic Radio. At Intervisions Healthcare, we see patients with unplanned pregnancies from ages 12 to 43. An unplanned pregnancy is traumatic at any age. For that reason, we specialize in educating, encouraging, and empowering vulnerable and at-risk mothers facing an unexpected pregnancy with the medical information and services necessary for them to make an informed decision. For more information on the free medical services at Intervisions Healthcare or to support our mission or become a volunteer, visit IVHcare.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Fitness by Design, your neighborhood fitness studio. Located in Des Moines, offering PH or fitness classes, private and semi-private training, beamer, and massage. Learn more at fitnessbydesigndm.com, 515-770-3844. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Good morning and welcome back. Deacon Mark Campbell. Sitting in for John Leonetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. It's Fall Fundraiser Week. We just had a great conversation with Lane Ogle. And um, if, uh, you know, that, that is just a sampling of what we're going to bring to you all week long. Again, we'll be broadcasting live during the 4 to 6 p.m. Uh, time frame all week long, as well as our, our morning show. We'll be bringing you guests just like that who, uh, who are, are impacted by Iowa Catholic Radio, Catholic Radio, and our, our outreach, and it's drawing them deeper into uh, a life of faith, into a relationship, uh, in a connection with Christ. We will uh, have coming up Dr. James Papandrea, Matt with news and fun facts. Uh, we'll have a surprise weather uh, weather report, as well as uh, Mark Amadeo with a scoreboard update. But before we go further, uh, you know, as we, we, we enter into this uh, fall fundraiser week, we're going to have a, a special prayer that we will be praying together on the air. So we're going to do that now. Heavenly Father, with grateful Heavenly hearts, hearts. We, we thank, thank you, you for the apostolate of Iowa Catholic Radio. We ask, we ask, ask your you continual blessings upon it, upon it and its mission of evangelization. Of evangelization. We also ask for your special blessings upon all who share in its mission by their temporal and su- support. Help us to be witnesses of the love of Jesus in our lives and in its continued presence in our midst. Amen. Matt, let's uh, let people know what's happening in the news, shall we? This Oh, news. Brought to you this morning by Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory, a Catholic-owned and operated funeral home with locations in Urbandale, Adel, and Winterset. Caldwellparish.com. Good morning. I'm Matt Wilcom. Ethnic Armenians in Nagorno-Karabakh began a mass exodus by car on Sunday towards Armenia after Azerbaijan defeated the breakaway region's fighters in a conflict dating from the Soviet era. Leadership says the region's 120,000 or so Armenians do not want to live as part of 
Azerbaijan for fear of persecution and ethnic cleansing. The situation could change the delicate balance of power in the South Caucasus region, a patchwork of ethnicities crisscrossed with oil and gas pipelines where Russia, the U.S., Turkey, and Iran all vie for influence. Pope Francis said Sunday that regardless of one stage of life, it is never too late to receive God's love. Speaking in his Angelus address, the Pope said that God is seeking us out at every hour of the day, adding that he does not give up if we are late in responding to him. The Pope spoke from the window of the Apostolic Palace overlooking St. Peter's Square one day after he gave a strong condemnation of euthanasia on his return flight from Marseille in southern France, saying there is such a thing as, quote, bad compassion. The Holy Father spent two days in the French city where he spoke at a meeting of young people and bishops with a message that the deepening migrant crisis unfolding in the Mediterranean is a reality of our times that calls for wisdom and a collaborative response from European nations. A Hollywood strike of nearly five months appears about to end as a tentative deal has been reached between unionized screenwriters and the studios, streaming services, and production companies that hire them. But while the show's jokes, writers will be free to return, many of their usual guests will not, with the ongoing actor strike bringing limits on such appearances. Another round of negotiations is likely to begin, though it remains to be seen how long that may take. NASA's first asteroid samples fetched far from deep space parachuted into the Utah desert Sunday to cap a seven-year journey. In a a flyby of Earth, the OSIRIS-REx spacecraft released the sample capsule from 63,000 miles out. The small capsule landed four hours later on a remote expanse of military land as the mothership set off after another asteroid. The pebbles and dust delivered Sunday represent the biggest haul from beyond the moon, preserved building blocks from the dawn of our solar system. The samples will help scientists better understand how Earth and life formed, providing an extraordinary glimpse of approximately 4.5 billion years ago. And now for your scoreboard update with Mark Amadeo. In sports on your Monday morning, on Saturday, college football, the Iowa State Cyclones winning their Big 12 opener up in Ames. Iowa State defeating Oklahoma State 34-27. Cyclones now 2-2 on the season. The Iowa Hawkeyes with their Big Ten opener on Saturday, traveling to Penn State, taking on the Nittany Lions. And it was seventh-ranked Penn State defeating number 24 Iowa, 31-0 in University Park, Pennsylvania. Hawkeyes now 3-1 on the season, while Penn State now 4-0. And Notre Dame was home on Saturday night. Sixth-ranked Ohio State taking on number nine Notre Dame in South Bend, Indiana. And Ohio State scores in the final play of the game to defeat the Fighting Irish 17-14. Notre Dame now 4-1 on the season. Ohio State undefeated at 4-0. Yesterday's NFL scoreboard, it was week three in the NFL. And in a battle of the NFC North, the Green Bay Packers now tied for first place with the Detroit Lions as both the Packers and Lions pick up wins. Green Bay Packers defeated the New Orleans Saints 18-17 at Lambeau Field in Green Bay, Wisconsin, while in Detroit, the Lions defeated the Atlanta Falcons by the score of 20-6. Both the Packers and Lions now tied for first with records of 2-1. The Minnesota Vikings and Chicago Bears looking for their first victory. The Los Angeles Chargers defeated the Minnesota Vikings by the score of 28-24 in Minneapolis. While in Kansas City, the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs defeated the Chicago Bears 41-10. The Bears and Vikings now 0-3 on the year as the Chiefs improves to 2-1. 
And the Indianapolis Colts now in first place in the AFC South as the Colts defeated the Baltimore Ravens 22-19 in overtime in Baltimore. Tonight, NFL Monday Night Football has the Philadelphia Eagles at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They'll kick off at 6.15. That'll be followed by the Los Angeles Rams at the Cincinnati Bengals. Kickoff at 7.15. Triple-A baseball, the end of the regular season yesterday for the Iowa Cubs. In Louisville, the Louisville Bats... The AAA affiliate of the Cincinnati Reds swept the doubleheader from the Iowa Cubs by scores of 4-2 to and 8-4. to The I-Cubs complete their season, finishing in third place, four games behind first place Nashville in the International League's Western Division. And with your Monday morning sports update on the Catholic Morning Show, I'm Mark Amadeo. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Mark. And finally, today's fun fact. Today, September 25th, is National Daughter Day. National One-Hit Wonder Day, and National Comic Book Day. Well, those are all exciting things. I got one daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Well, it's just one more thing you and I share. Yes. We're brothers from, from the Blessed Mother, and, and uh, we each have one daughter. And there's one other thing that we, we share a love of as well, apparently. Yes. In different ways which is dunk tanks. <laughs> and uh, if those of you who were not uh, blessed to be there... Last uh, yesterday at the Basilica uh, for the parish picnic, yeah. our own Deacon Mark got in the dunk tank yeah. all ready to go, and he was taunting, and these little kids, I felt sorry for them. Like, they were just, <laughs> they were trying their best, but they were not able to hit the right, target well, very well. Uh, uh, our uh, grand knight of the Basilica, Basilica, Hugh O'Hagan, you know, we had a, a little uh, friendly bet of whose guardian angel was stronger uh, and could uh, <laughs> misdirect more throws. <laughs> And uh, actually, I think I lost. I, I spent a lot of time underwater yesterday. But uh, and that's oh. a little bit why my, my voice is a little. Uh, if, if listeners have noticed, a little hoarse this morning. I, I did do a fair amount of heckling yesterday. Well, but I I, I felt really bad because I, I kind of got the, I got the festivities started off when Mr. O'Hagan was in the dunk tank. Yeah, he was all dry, and I wasn't expecting to take him down. But my second throw was right on the money. Look at you, and it and I just was like, oh no. Well, I feel bad now. It was. It, I, I was just grateful it was seventy in the seventies and sunny yesterday. I was. I was fearful of a, a sixty degree day and overcast, which would have made it a less, maybe slightly less fun. But speaking of weather, uh, our uh, our special guest uh, of forecaster today, Elaine Ogle. We we couldn't kick her out of the studio. She sounded like such a natural. Still back. That's right. Right. What's uh, what's going on in the weather today? Today, we have a uh, sunny forecast, high of 77, and tonight it's going to be partly cloudy with a low of 57. Tomorrow, Tuesday, we have partly sunny with a chance of showers again, but a high of 72. Um, And there's also a chance of thunderstorms tomorrow. So watch out for that. It's the Midwest, so anything can happen. That's right. Um, Stick around. It'll change. Exactly. On a dime. Uh, Currently, we have Des Moines area at 58 degrees sunny. We have Ames, 57 degrees sunny. Cheriton, 58 degrees sunny. And Centerville, 57 degrees sunny. The weather today is brought to you by the Fall Fundraiser, September 25th through 29th. Tune in for special programming that highlights the impact of Catholic Radio. To make a pledge or a sustaining gift, please call 515 223 
1150 or visit Catholic uh, radio.com, Iowa Catholic radio.com. Perfect. Excellent. Thank you, Lane. We Very appreciate good. you uh, uh, stepping in and pre- appreciate you being Thank in you. studio this morning. Thanks uh, for having me. You bet. Let's go to our saint of the day. This is your saint of the day on Iowa Catholic radio. Today, it's our saints of the day. St. Louis Martin, Martin and Zelie Garand. They are, um, will be well-known to many of, of uh, those who are familiar with St. Therese of Lisieux. But in life, Louis and Zelie knew great joy and excruciating sorrow. They firmly believed that God was with them throughout every challenge that married life, parenting, and their occupations presented. They were married in 1958 and over the years were blessed with nine children, though two sons and two daughters died in infancy. The home that Louis and Zelie created nurtured the sanctity of all their children, but especially their youngest, who is known to us as St. Therese of the Child Jesus. Louis and Zelie were beatified in 2008 and canonized by Pope Francis on October 18, 2015. So today we ask St. Louis and Zelie to pray for us. Well, coming up, we will have a quick conversation with Joe Stopulus uh, and then an interview that we had with Dr. James Papandrea. It's the fall fundraiser. You can call now, 515-223-1150 or online at iowacatholicradio.com. You can make your pledge or donation. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. When you give God your time, he changes your life forever. I love driving to work every morning listening to Iowa Catholic Radio. It's a great refreshing start to the day. It gives me purpose for my day. It's the Fall Fundraiser on Iowa Catholic Radio. Here's your news from the Diocese of Des Moines this Monday, September 25th. I'm Anne Marie Cox. Our opportunity to pray before the relic of St. Jude is tomorrow. Veneration begins at St. Francis Church in West Des Moines at 1 o'clock. Veneration will pause for Mass at 7 and then resume it until 10 o'clock. Check out the website for St. Francis Parish for more information. The St. Vincent de Paul Friends of the Poor Walk along Scotch Ridge Nature Trail in Carlisle is October 1st. Get more information at fopwalk.org. That's fopwalk.org. Mary's Helping Hands is organizing a 5K race and a one-mile fun run on November 18th. That's at Valley Community Center in West Des Moines. This is a professionally timed race, including chip timing, live online results, and a finish line video. For more information or to register, go to their website. That's Mary's Helping Hands. That's your news from the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Anne-Marie Cox. This is Dr. David Anders, host of Called to Communion. Join me on Friday, December the 8th at the Embassy Suites for Iowa Catholic Radio's annual dinner in December. Register now at iowacatholicradio.com, and I'll look forward to seeing you in downtown Des Moines. When you give God your time, He changes your life forever. I listen to Iowa Catholic Radio because it changes hearts and minds and souls of all the people that I love. It's the Fall Fundraiser on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951 with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Iowa Catholic Radio would like to thank our business partner, Gold Dome Buildings. Gold Dome is locally owned and operated serving Des Moines and surrounding areas since 1992. Builders of garages, farm buildings, customized backyard sheds and playhouses. GoldDomeIowa.com The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Good morning. Welcome back to the Catholic Morning Show. Deacon Mark Campbell filling in for John Leonetti, who is uh, in his final days uh, of their pilgrimage in Rome. He'll be back later this week. 
We're going to go right now to the host of Man Up Heard every day on Iowa Catholic, or not every day, but every Monday, Joe Stopulus. I could not do every day, Mark. I didn't think I could do it every day either, but I think I'm on uh, my, my sixth <laughs> or seventh day in a row. Uh, my voice is suffering the effects, I think, a little bit. But uh, what do we got coming up on, on your show today at, oh, at 9 o'clock? Right. So I haven't been able to listen this day, but I got to ask, has your Dunk Pink aficionado uh, been brought up yet today? Yeah, yeah, Matt made a mention of it uh, during our last uh, segment, but, but were you... I heard really good things last night. Uh, <laughs> you're, uh, you're calling people out. You're professional at the thing. Well, you know, the I spent a lot of time back in the day at the... At, well, people know I spent a lot of time out at the fair, and there was a, a, a there used to be a dunk tank out there, and a guy called Bobo the Clown. And Bobo would just unmercilessly uh, heckle people, <laughs> and, and not even always family friendly. And, and rumor has it when when Bobo would get out of the dunk tank there at the Iowa State Fair, he'd actually have to have security because there'd be people angry so to uh, you know because of how he would heckle them and embarrass them in front of their you know wives, girlfriends, and well, family. I don't, I don't know if it ever got to that level with you. No, no, it was it was very good at, at raising money. <laughs> it was all family friendly, and yeah, for 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 a good cause. So we we did have a, actually. I was kind of surprised. I thought with the uh, the Basilica crowd there, there would be a little bit more respect for a man who wears a collar. But yeah, uh, you, they, you expect, but no. But no, but yeah, no, they they were they were lined no. up for a solid hour and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. No. I, again, I, I, it was seventy-five and sunny yesterday, so the the, the Lord was shining down upon the event in, in many ways. So. Awesome. Anyhow, well, your yeah, show. So my, 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 my show today. We've got Grayson Dahl. So anyone who uh, is familiar with Prairie Fire Ministries, and I've talked about them with some frequency. These people putting on the healing services, and I'm I'm involved with Prairie Fire Ministries, but I've never done an episode specifically on. Them. There's a lot of interest, yeah. intrigue. Uh, around town, and I, I personally, in my life, seen the effects uh, of this in, in huge ways. And I've seen the amount of people I've seen coming back to the church, uh, the amount of physical healings I've seen. Uh, it's really just incredible stuff all around. And I think there's a lot of intrigue. And so today, we're, we're going to spend you know a good 30 minutes with Grace and talking about you know how does this even start, what is it doing today, and where is it going? Right. The uh, and I think one of the stories that you've shared. I mean, I've I've heard many stories. I've uh, unfortunately only been able to make it to one of the uh, uh, healing services that we've had here in Des Moines. But uh, on the night of the Iowa Iowa State game, you were up in the Dubuque Diocese, right? Or was it in Dubuque? Davenport. Davenport. Excuse me. Thanks for the correction. But you had a phenomenal number of people. on again, probably you know it's a Super Bowl for the state of Iowa. Maybe not as impactful over in Davenport, but you had a phenomenal turnout over there for Prairie Fire uh, Ministry Healing Service, right? Yeah, so it was interesting. Now, to me, it was you know like a reaction of people show up because it's the Iowa Iowa State game. They said it's the most people they've ever seen at the 4 p.m. mass. Uh, it was almost full. And their cathedral, their cathedral, price is twice as many as ours. So yeah, minimum 600 people at mass, and I bet you we had five, four to 500 at least. Yeah. Uh, there for the the healing service afterward. It was, and and, and it went all night. I mean, these people got there at four. We stayed till nine thirty, and then basically the bishop says it's got to be done at nine thirty. <laughs> so we it was full. To give you an idea, the lines for reconciliation went. We had seven priests there. Wow. Reconciliation started at six thirty, and there's a line for every single priest from six thirty till nine thirty. And these are not the priests tell us these are not confessions that are like. Father, bless me, it's been, you know, one week since I last confession. Yeah, yeah. Many, many years, people coming back to the church for the first time. 
Uh, yeah, really, John, really, sitting across really from Matt cool. Welcome, who can verify that, gives me goosebumps. Uh, that oh, is yeah. just awesome to hear uh, how this is bringing people, you know, to the Lord and yeah. and reunite. And because the sacrament of reconciliation is is a sacrament of healing. You know, we talk about the anointing of the sick, but it, it begins with reconciling with our Lord, and that's just an amazing. Uh, Amazing testimony. Well, and that's, you know, Tim, Tim Jameson, who's the other co-head of this thing, he talks oftentimes that the, the chief exorcist of the Vatican says that the sacrament of reconciliation is much more powerful than an ex- exorcist. Yeah. Uh, it is significant. And what can happen, and people, that's what I think Catholics don't fully understand, the power in that sacrament. That's the thing we, we preach the most. Yes, there's other there's spiritual healings, there's physical healings, there's other things go on. But, like, that is still the most important thing is what goes on in that confession. That's awesome, Joe. Uh, 9 o'clock today, Man Up with Joe Stopulis. He'll have uh, Grayson Dahl on the show. You can hear it every Monday at 9 o'clock on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network or anytime on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Joe, have a blessed day. We'll talk to you again on Wednesday. Take care, Deacon. See you then. All right. See you, brother. Folks, it's Fall Fundraiser, 515-223-1150. Uh, shows like Man Up, Catholic Women Now, Be Not Afraid with Father PJ and Father Fabian. These shows are only made possible because of your generous support. And we're coming to you this week with uh, stories about uh, how our faith is is alive, alive and well here in uh, throughout the state of Iowa. And Iowa Catholic Radio is proud to be a part of the mission of spreading the gospel. And we want you to consider this week uh, telling your friends, telling your family, tune in for some of these uh, for this this special programming that we're going to have throughout as we uh, embark on this uh, attempt to kind of fill out our, our, our budget list or sheet for the year, fulfilling our, our mission of, of bringing the light of Christ uh, to people wherever they are, in their car, in their home, at work, wherever they, they tune in, whether they intentionally tune in or it's by happenstance, uh, we, we want to be able to connect our listeners to Christ. 515-223-1150. We need to hear from you right now. All this week, your money is doubled thanks to uh, people who generously stepped up in our Challenger Club and said, I want to give so that other people can be encouraged to do the same during the Fall Fundraiser Week. Well, it's Fall Fundraiser Week right now. Give us a call, 515-223-1150. As we mentioned earlier, we're about 60% of the way funded for the year here at Iowa Catholic Radio, but about 70% of the year has already passed, so we've got some ground to make up. And make sure that we, we get a, not only fully funded for the rest of the year, but a good strong start to 2024. Can you help us do that right now? Pick up the phone right now. Give us a call, 515-223-1150. I also wanted to mention that our folks who are listening on our LPFM, Low Power FM affiliates, any donation that you make from those areas, 50% of that goes directly back to your local station. So you're not only supporting the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, you're also supporting your local station. So those folks in Fairfield, Oskaloosa, Marshalltown, a great deal for both us and for your local station. Give us a call, 515-223-1150. We had an opportunity on Friday to get out and meet with a couple of the parishes in our new listening area, uh, KIHS, uh, 105.3 out of Sheraton. Uh, KIHC. We are, yes. Thank you for correcting We've me. got both of them now. That's right. That's Do you right. See what we did there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're both Christograms that mean essentially the same thing. So we met with the folks down at Sacred Heart Parish in Sheraton, as well as uh, St. Mary's in 
uh, or say uh, we met at St. Patrick's Parish, but they also saved St. Mary's of the Visitation in Ottumwa. Uh, great reception down there uh, by by the people. And in those areas, we have a great reception at 105.3 FM. So we're happy to be reaching some of you listeners for the first time as we, uh, as we go on air and ask for your support. We invite you to be a part of our mission of, of connecting listeners to Christ. So 515-223-1150, that's the number you're going to be hearing throughout this week. But you can also go to iowacatholicradio.com, hit the donate now, and you can make your pledge or donation securely uh, through our website. So that puts a wrap on today's show. We had um, Lane Ogle on. It was great to have her. We're going to catch up with Dr. James Papandrea later this week. Uh, so you can tune back in for that interview. Tomorrow, we're, we will have in, in studio uh, some ladies from Divine Treasures, and they've got some exciting news to, uh, to, to relay to us there. But we're also going to talk about how underwriting has been an important part of, of, of the work they do there. Also, tomorrow we will have John Cord and his Utfedum group. The uh, Utfedum is something that we've promoted quite a bit here on Iowa Catholic Radio. We've had uh, uh, Addie Kroger in and, and John Wisniewski and, and the other leaders of Utfedum. But we're going to have an entire group in studio tomorrow. They're looking forward to it, and we're looking forward to it as well. Thanks for tuning in today, folks. So let's go to Deacon Tony to close our show with a prayer. Heavenly Father, may everything we do begin with your inspiration and continue with your saving help. Let our work always find its origin in you, and through you reach completion. And may the blessing of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit come down upon all of us, protect us all from evil, and bring us all to his everlasting life. Amen. Amen. For our studio producers, Brady Graham, Deacon Tony Valdez. Matt, welcome. Has uh, been, been in studio with me all morning. I'm Deacon Mark Campbell, who's been sitting in for John Leonetti. Thanks for tuning in today, folks. You can, uh, we pray that you have a blessed day and may you be confident in Christ's mercy and his love. Putting the fun in fundraiser. Hey, I got him this far. You take over from here. It's the fall fundraiser on Iowa Catholic Radio. The Catholic Morning Show is a production of the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. To hear this and other programs, visit iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Here in this worn and weary land where many a dream has died.